Welcome to Tactical Permaculture. I've worked on projects ranging from the poorest to richest clients, from inner cities to suburbs to farmlands to remote wilderness, from the eco-war front lines to celebrity backyards. In over 25 years of service to the earth and the community of life, I've learned that in the fight for sustainable survival, growing is half the battle. Go to tacticalpermaculture.com for more info. You gotta train for me Because I'm training for you We gotta love, love And revolution to do You better train for me You'll be training for you April 21st, 2023, episode 49 There's been an unseasonably early encounter with a scorpion and that happened just a couple of days ago, um, only a couple hours after the sun went down. I was uh, celebrating the, the launch of my, my first, um, well, technically my second, but I won't go into the original one years ago. But this would be my first uh, somewhat, somewhat respectable, somewhat sophisticated attempt at uh, just building a very foundational video game. So I just spoke about that in the previous episode um, but in the process of uh, celebrating that I uh, I was enjoying one of the the first very very warm nights after a very hot day um, since the winter and uh, as I like to do enjoy some what now is a is a uh, rosemary infused mead beverage that uh, is the new national beverage of my land uh from here until until uh, further notice um yeah amazing effect i don't know it, it, what it is i'm gonna have to do some research on it but it's having some amazing effects on my my dream life and my my sleep life having uh having a a, a glass of mead at the end of the day and earning it by putting in long shifts of uh, coding <laughs> and um, yeah sometimes you know in, 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 when the summer gets really hot having that that glass of mead every night it's the only thing that can get me to sleep because it's almost too hot to, to fall asleep but Luckily, has not has not uh, turned into a monster and taken over my life. And uh, keep it in moderation because I hate hate nausea. I hate the spins. I I drink a ratio of two or three to one water to alcohol or water to alcoholic beverage. Better said uh, to keep the hydration level up and. Uh, it's it, yeah it's it's worked out well for me but with that said i'm i'm i don't let myself get really tipsy just get into the zone of of feeling uh feeling emotions more more um more deeply and for me i'm kind of that I, like i said i don't get tipsy i don't get myself drunk but i'm i'm definitely more on the uh just a sentimental but not ag not aggressive type of uh relationship with this medicine so but doing my thing got a little bit of a dance floor environment going on um 
and that's part of my 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 wellness practice sort of combative dancing martial arts kung fu yoga kind of ecstatic dance um mix that gets expressed in like sort of a more dynamic kata to ecstatic trance music if you will and um That's what's um, gotten me this far over a number of years. So as I'm doing that, obviously the martial arts spirit of it is uh, that you're not just flailing around without purpose, but you're actually doing maintenance work on rotation of the joints and, and moving chi and moving energy across the fulcrums and working on body mechanics and footwork and balance and all that kind of all those kind of patterns and drills and of course situational awareness is always can never be drilled too much so <laughs> out of the corner of my eye i notice something in the shadows scurrying and i've got to a point now where it's not 100 percent reliable but it's more keen than ever just any anything out of the ordinary in my field of vision, I've become very, very attuned to even one little pixel out of the entire panoramic landscape of something flickering and I'll want to identify it with binoculars, you know, over yonder, whether whether it's, uh, you know, a friend or foe or just, you know, a, uh, like the other day, uh, one of those metallic mylar balloons, you know, very out of the ordinary and catching light. So you know, had to, um, have a little drill on identifying that, but, um, but yeah, being this remote and this exposed, those, um, situational awareness antenna kind of grow themselves. And so certainly this is earlier in the season for me to be concerned typically so far over the last couple of years about, about, uh, scorpions. I mean, from my experience and from my research, it's more of a deeper in the hot summer nights phenomenon that they'll come out of the ground to be hunting. And uh, I've certainly had those encounters before. And the only time I saw one during the day out here was when I got trapped in one of my one of my soup cans that was out and I had to uh, escort it <laughs> to a safe distance away. And that was my first encounter with these giant, you know, feel like they're about the size of your hand. Um, at least they had the span of that at full span um but yeah un unseasonably early saw it scurrying around in the corner of my eye and then uh immediately had that adrenaline uh, adrenalized spike and um jumped onto my my little mini deck and and, and had to think about it and uh well, first I grabbed I grabbed one of my lights to to kind of follow it a bit and identify it from a safe distance, but just be sure because I saw I was like, oh no, what was that? I went within a couple of feet, had a light that I could grab, and then and then angled it and maneuvered in a way that I could identify it while still being able to <laughs> do the sort of. Uh, the, the the footwork that Bruce Lee teaches from fencing, you know, this sort of um, this sort of uh, galloping sideways footwork 
position um, to where I could get to safety. But it seemed, yeah, it was moving fast, and it was a bigger, bigger shadow than than the uh, the sort of faux scorpion that's freaked me out before, the so-called um, camel spider for whatever reason. But it looks very, it's an arachnid, but it looks looks from out of the corner of your eye or at a glance it looks almost like exactly like a scorpion way more like a scorpion than a spider but it's somewhere in between um what's the word uh entomologically speaking i guess if you will um but uh but yeah it was it was it was surprising and and shocking not something that i was at this at this date um, being too worried about, and then of course the, what I'm what I'm pondering is just how moments, just moments before, in my winter complacency about them being underground and not not uh, being anything to think or worry about, that my ankles were just like hanging off the hanging off the off of my little deck and my feet on the ground with no cognizance to the fact that that in reality that 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 uh potentially deadly and certainly extremely excruciatingly painful and potentially being a, an instigator of a, a chain of events that could easily lead to death out here in this environment if the sting itself does not kill me or cause extreme um, irreparable damage at, at different levels of biochemistry um, and organ damage, um, even surviving that, the, the, the idea that I could lose consciousness from that sting, that I could um, act erratically, defensively in order to avoid it in a way that causes me to be injured in a way that caused me to lose consciousness. If I lose consciousness out here, I will come to probably already half dead from being eaten alive by all kinds of things. And so, you know, it's, it has been a a mission priority not to um, stumble, fall, lose consciousness, uh, suffer heat stroke, or and there's been close calls. So I have to had to really drastically adapt life to that reality and it gets acute in the in the in the at the hotter it gets for obvious reasons and and it really it really um it gets quite a bit milder in terms of temperatures don't really fall below lethal temperatures and i'm always bundled up anyway and i, I like the notion that in cold weather, you should be wearing enough layers of clothing that you're comfortable sleeping in them, even without a blanket. Um, I mean, maybe not cozy, but at least it's doable. For example, if you were stuck in, in a in a vehicle, and um, preferably you would have had those preps. Or if, what if you're you have to uh, displace from the vehicle and 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 nap after walking, whatever, just the idea of being somewhat self-contained in that way. So with that, you know, with all that said, I was just sitting there on my little deck contemplating how, um, how my, my, how my, um, my ankles and feet were exposed down there and I would not be thinking about it. And, and I always think about this gradient between the seasons of like <laughs> the first annual 
new warm season sighting of a scorpion and how it's always a complacency check and how there's really no there's no clear line you know and and i'm not uh, i've i've passed a point where i'm going to just like I, even if I, even if it made sense to by a certain calendar date i'm going to just start wearing boots at all times those boots um they're not real natural they're not real normal they don't really they're not really conducive to the best posture and um the uh, just dynamics overall and uh and they they wear out and they wear out the the feet and they degrade hygiene and so I've worked my boots in and they're ready to they're ready to to uh to be put in use if if I have to evacuate but uh but I'm not going to I'm not going to want to put them on every time I walk around anywhere in the day or night um I'm going to want to just be hyper aware and so it becomes a very interesting dances with scorpions kind of um scenario and and so after contemplating for a few minutes i'm like well that shift has begun and that that innocence has been shattered for this season and now i will never have there be a dark looming question mark wherever my feet are are, are situated i'm they're going i'm going to be up on my deck or i'm going to be situationally aware of every place that is hidden from view as i move along anywhere and and when i and do anything close to the ground you know it's um you never know because you can be disturbing them from where they are underground and they you know they don't if they don't like to be out during the day or they're not normally out the, during the day then they're going to be that much less thrilled to encounter you if you disturb them and sort of force them out of their comfortable position and they're out during the day so yeah everything changes and uh and it's a very interesting um training tool so psychologically because the first sort of now i guess it's become a tradition or now it's certainly a ceremonial phenomenon for me that like well once that factor has returned i have to be considerate of because for me i'm outside of that golden hour of medical first response and i'm alone so that is a a a a mortal combat kind of level of a relationship and it's it's a, it's a, it's a dance because if i'm not aware of my surroundings and most importantly aware of this factor this formula that is you know the speed of advance of your enemy and the number of seconds that go by since you last took a snapshot of every direction every angle of attack around you so how whatever tradition of martial arts or science or military training uh that you've studied those sort of angles the um that once you once you do feel like you may be experiencing some form of a threat around that 360 degree clock clockwork of uh what's going on at your 6 if you have nobody watching it so to speak you know I'm out there I get back out on the dance floor and I go yeah this is a very heightened 
awareness, uh, alert state of adrenalized combative practice dancing because there's a scorpion like literally lurking in the shadows within a few feet of where I am and there are plenty of places for it to it's not necessarily going to try to ambush me but it just I saw it scurry back and forth from underneath to underneath the deck area to back out near where I was and uh, you know I'm not trying to be um, this is not about bravado but but I'm I'm dancing with this notion of of not not over um not overcompensating with wearing giant combat boots to to um which still if you're not paying attention no they'll walk right up onto them and be at a, be at a point where they'll have enough reach to get past where you're protected from them anyway so you know there's and there's all kinds of different ones with different climbing capabilities and whatnot from my studies and i'm i'm knocking on bamboo on this one that uh so far i have not seen the kind that are notorious for climbing and being very ninja like the ones that i have observed so far out here are the ones that that typically are not known to, to to climb and to and to embed themselves in places you really not want them to 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 surprise you so so that ground level yeah what i've done since that ceremonial reintroduction um <laughs> it taught me a few things uh that scorpion encounter this time got me uh got me back on that 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 platform for for the duration of my inebriated ceremonial experience after a bit of dancing i said okay yeah uh, i proved the point i made the ceremonial gesture i experienced the dancing and the need to be moving <laughs> the dance movement and the pivoting of the dance combative movements are not just a um sort of um going through the motions they're very literally mortal combat tactical at that point because i get that sense of like the clock ticking every time i'm facing one direction and being aware of what is not within my blind spot to where i have to, to pivot to be able to cover that and then 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 that clock ticks and then i got to pivot back so it's very useful um but can be very fatiguing so you know I, I i sort of proved that point had that experience and i will i will engage in it uh uh sporadically but but uh but but i was happy to get back on that on that deck and be um with reasonable assurance that it was not going to find its way up to where i was but of course having that there's a word for it that sort of pseudo temporary phobia where you you get the creepy crawlies and everything you look at everything you look at takes on the shape of the arachnid form and and you feel your skin crawling and you bump into anything you know you 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 immediately it's this completely all-encompassing um primal evolutionary state of uh well, what was well for some people is is full on panic, but obviously you have to uh, you have to train through that. And so, I'm I'm there, you know, going through that phase, 
And then realizing like, hey, you know what? I never felt so grateful that I had this little deck that I built and it was the humblest, tiniest, tiny home, little deck thingy, kind of like a little porch pier thing that I get to post up on. And uh, I never enjoyed it so much. I'm 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 dancing from the, the waist up and smiling and then realizing, you know what? I should be doing more, more asana type movements on this thing it's perfect for it so I started doing a little bit more stretching and now I'm now I'm it, it, so the scorpion uh induced me to to do more yoga posturing in the morning thankfully so that's been a gift and then of course just the uh, reminder to kill that complacency and um man I just always have to wonder which you know Every year I'm going to go through this and every year it's going to be a different, probably a different scorpion at a different moment, at a different, in a different context that's going to, that's going to burst that, that, uh, that winter bubble of complacency. And I just have to hope and pray that that, that, that doesn't get burst in a form of a, of a, a, a catastrophic form which could have easily been my ankle being it was it was a it was a a, a, a matter of inch of between inches and feet for all i know its decision to go the way that it did from from underneath where it was where i had just seconds before blissfully ignorant about its about its being there if it would have bumped into me on its way to wherever it was going or just I would have bumped into it my 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 awareness would not have been on that field um and that could have been the death of complacency and the death of me uh a little too little too late so I always have to live in that fear and and it's uh it's humbling and it is um It really, uh, it's it's a really it's deeply striking moving moving shift in consciousness, and I like to feel small out here in the wild. I like the sun, you know. I, I it, my ego and my sense of wherewithal and my sense of um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 uh, be humble or be humbled by these elements and these these creatures and uh it's the it's the it's the appropriate size of 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 a of a human ego is to be constantly constantly um kept in check by by these elements and these critters and creatures and whatnot so yeah i i i i really appreciate it and um and I think it it says a lot about how far out of balance human civilization has gotten to where we uh, individually and collectively have very all this hubris towards the wild and feel like it's easily tameable and controllable. And when you uh, when you humble yourself to it, or it humbles you. You realize it's it's a better life because I'd rather be 
I will rather be adrenalized by that encounter with a scorpion and make a beautiful ceremonial dance out of it and have it be integrated into this natural fabric of my own culture of rewilding than have that adrenalization be from getting lit up by being pulled over or having somebody accost me at a gas station <laughs> you know, all the things that out there in zombie land that uh, I just don't I don't care to be adrenalized by anymore and I, I don't want to I want to be in a mindset where I'm doing more training for real natural threats than training for all the things that happened back in in the urban survival paradigm so yeah with that said uh i'll I'll be pouring one out to the scorpion that did not kill me and i will be um yeah i'll be living in in, in respect and humility towards the scorpion nation cheers Oh,